Welcome to Discovering the Mystic Within. Come on a journey with me to learn how ordinary men and women are bringing the extraordinary into their lives. Using breathwork and meditation, they are healing, transforming and upgrading their reality. It's time to unfold into the unknown and let the vibration of the mystic flow through you. I'm Alana from Open to Consciousness and I invite you to meet the mystic within. My guest today is using the mystical to master his waking and sleeping hours. Matthew has gone beyond the mechanics of the mysterious mystical experience to explore the laws of nature that govern these worlds. The technique is down, now he's ready to explore the void. He explains two laws that support us, the law of attraction and the law of polarity. He also delves deep into his lucid dreaming experiences and how they unfold a whole new level of reality. Enjoy as you sink into his rapturous expression of a lucid dream that blasted him with the cellular, conscious and spiritual light and felt like an orgasm through his body lasting for longer than 30 minutes. He has experienced a completed state and is offering us the vibration of that today. Hi, Matt. Welcome to The Mystic Within. It's such an honor to have you here today. Thank you. Hi. It's fantastic to be here. Gosh, I'm really excited about uh, sharing my story and about you know hearing a bit more about what you're doing too. Yeah, it's been such an amazing unfolding. We've journeyed a little bit together and I am just really curious to begin with how did you start this miraculous journey into the mystical? What was the sort of the instigator for you? Yeah, definitely, Alana. Well, I mean, I, you know, since you got in touch, I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, I've had a few mystical experiences. Like, which one am I going to talk about? <laughs> Does it's it have to, to be pick. just one? <laughs> yeah. But I went back and looked at, I did some, an advanced and a, and a progressive workshop with a, a teacher uh, back in 2015. And, and I'd done a lot of yoga when I was a kid and I grew up in, in Indonesia and there was a much stronger sense of mysticism and a much, you know, a much more mature understanding of the energetic realm. Mm. And so I think I kind of picked up a bit of that, you know, that spirits are real. I had a very, very strict religious upbringing and that gave me, you know, a deep mistrust of religion, but also a understanding of spirituality. That's really powerful. So you felt yeah, a connection yeah. into that space of beyond the, the physical, beyond the human from a very young age. So do you think when you entered yeah. into the meditation space, that made it more accessible for you to, to enter into those more, those higher realms? I think so. I had less resistance to what was being taught. And I remember, I mean, this isn't the one I want to talk about, but I'm just going to mention it, <laughs> the mystical experience. <laughs> I remember the first time we did this like guided meditation. I hadn't done any guided meditation before. It had always been, you know, breathing through your nose and just doing your own thing. And I just had this incredible, incredible, incredible experience, like just the very first time, you know, and I chased that for years afterwards, you know, trying to get back there. Tell because us a little bit about what that experience was. It was just so we were doing a breathing exercise that kind of stimulated the pineal gland and I just had this very, it was very easy. That's what I remembered. It was very, I didn't have to try. I just kind of contracted my muscles and imagined what would happen and it was like almost instant, just this 
explosion of euphoria. And I remember feeling tears, like spontaneously having tears run down my face, you know, just like this was so beautiful, you know, that sensation was just so, so beautiful. And it was kind of like, because I wasn't thinking about it and because I was just going with the flow and just following, you know, I wasn't asking myself if it was happening yet. It kind of happened instantly. So, and I think, you know, I think that's something that's important to, to share is that the, the light is always looking for you, you know. Oh, the light <laughs> is always looking for you. That yeah. is so beautiful. You know, and you just have to look for it. Yes. You know, and if we're meditating, am I finding it yet? Am I finding it yet? Am I looking for it yet? Am I looking for it yet? That's not looking for the light. That's asking if you're doing it right. Ah, uh, You yes. know, we get caught up in the technique and, and forget the actual thing we're supposed to do, which is just to set, set an intention, feel, feel for that connection and then allow it to flow through us. So more surrendering a little bit yourself mm. to the light mm. uh, or to yeah. the experience instead of the natural tendency that we have as humans to control the outcome yeah. of it. Yeah. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Is it this? Is it that? Maybe yeah. I didn't do it right. I can't feel anything yet. Is it working? Is it working? You yeah. know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's like when you take drugs in the first half hour, you're like, is anything happening yet? Is anything happening yet? Is, is it now? Is it now? Is it now? Oh. oh wow. You know? Whoa, it's happening. Yeah. It's actually so. happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing, you know. So, yeah, so I had, anyway, I had a, uh, a really, really strong experience back in 2015 and came back, That was, it was in Melbourne, and, and came back and said, okay, look, I want to get into this. Mm. You know, I want to I do this more. I want to I have a more uh, intentional practice in my daily life, uh, and I want to learn about, you know, the, 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 the ability to heal and the ability to, you know, to understand what's happening in this energetic realm. And I want to give myself 10 years to, to master it. Wow, you, you know? set that clear intention yeah. of the time frame around it. And yeah, you're yeah, five years in now. And I'm five years in and I, it's, it's every now and then I think back, I'm like, yeah, how are you going? And it's like, wow, you know, if, you told, if I'd told you, if you told me five years ago what I would have experienced in the last five years, I would have said, there's no way, there's no way any of that sort of stuff's going to happen. Is you that know? in the 3D world as well in the, as the mystical experiences? When yes. you say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and you just, you have an understanding of, you know, so, so now I'm very much into, you know, the, the trying to understand and trying to play with the, the universal laws you know, of, wow. of attraction, of polarity, of setting intention, of connecting to, to our soul consciousness. Can you um, expand on that a little bit more, the universal laws around what that, did that develop out of your practice, your meditation practice, and then looking for expansion in your practice to these other spaces? Yes, I started having these mystical experiences and I understood the science behind what was happening, but I didn't understand the, the experience. You know, um, like, and, and, and you've, you've had it too. You have huge amounts of energy flowing through your body and, and, and quite violent shaking. And, and you know, that, that sense of all your cells in unison vibrating where you've got the microtubules all, you know. So I understood what was happening at a cellular level, but I just couldn't get my head around what I was experiencing from a, from a mystical level. And I've always been very curious as to, you know, what's, what is it? Is it a God? Is it angels? Is it Krishna? Is it Buddha? Is it nothing? Is it 
you know, what is it? And so that led me down the, the, the path of, you know, there was that book, The Secret, that came out that was very big on law of attraction. And I think my mm. sister introduced me to Abraham Hicks and Esther and Abraham, who, who channel. And I've started going a bit more in that direction to try and understand and listen to people who have that ability to connect with the energetic realm and share guidance. So tell me a little bit about that space. When you're saying the universal laws, are you looking to connect into source and receiving information around channeling information through around universal laws or around the experiences of the mystical more? Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand it's basic now, you know, I've gotten to the stage where after doing this reasonably consistently for five years, I know how to meditate. I can do kind of, you know, one meditation push up. I can do a hundred meditation push ups. So I don't need as much training on how do you meditate. And it's more just, I can go to the gym by myself and do my exercises every day mm. and have those experiences. So now that I've got the technique down pat, I want to explore yeah. that realm, the void, you know? And so in doing that, I, I, met some other teachers who had channeled some information that said, look, there are really, it's very, very simple. The entire universe, everything is governed by two laws. One is the law of attraction. So, you know, what you feel and what you want, you get back positive or negative. Good and bad is a, is a human creation, mm. right? The universe doesn't have good and bad. The universe just has existence. Mm. You know, it doesn't care that there's storms coming through. It doesn't, it doesn't care that COVID's happened. You know, it's perfect. As far as the universe is concerned, everything is perfect always and everything expands always. And the second law is the law of polarity, which means there is a, a, there's positive energy and negative energy and they tug at each other to keep a balance. Ah, I see. Right? And if you didn't have negative energy, everything would just expand, explode. Yeah. The negative energy holds the positive in place. So those two concepts, then how do they translate through into your experience of reality? So now I, so now I understand that I can set intentions for the sort of experiences I want to have. Mm. So in, I, I set intentions in my meditation for how I want the day to unfold, for how I wanted this meeting to go, for how things happen, and, and that's my attraction. And then I understand that when this polarity comes in, I use that to kind of grow and, and push that. And one of the things I set intention for about a year ago was to to do more lucid dreaming. Wow. You know, I don't, I, it's very, I, it's, some people wake up every morning, they've had incredible dreams. You know, my wife's like that most mornings. She's like, oh, I had this crazy dream. Like once a year, I might remember my dreams. You know, I'm very, I'm a non-dream person. And so I started working on this lucid dreaming thing, which is kind of being able to be conscious while your body is asleep. Wow, that's um, a mystical skill. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's the same thing, just like meditating, just like doing push-ups, just like doing sit-ups, really hard at first, you don't get it, and then you kind of start to understand what's happening, and then you can kind of, you know, get, get into it a bit more. But I'll tell you, Alana, one of the freakiest things that's ever happened to me is I was meditating. I've started doing meditating lying down for a long time. This is how I kind of got into it. And I was meditating, and I was in bed by myself, and I was doing the meditation, and I could hear someone snoring. And I was like, what? What's going on? And it took me a while to realize, oh, my God, that's me snoring. Wow, what an unusual experience. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very freaky. And then I realized, holy cow, I'm out of my body. Like my body is asleep, but I'm consciously aware of what it's doing. 
So is that astral travel or is that a form of lucid dreaming or is that just a blend? Or I don't know. I think it's a blend. I haven't started leaving the body yet consciously. It's more I'm aware of being a consciousness within a physical sleeve that is asleep. That is mind-blowing. Yeah. And can yeah. we go back a couple of steps to how you train your body into this lucid dreaming state or what, what it is that you need to, you're developing to master the state of lucid dreaming? Yeah. So the, the, it's, it's first of all learning to completely relax, mm. learning to really completely relax because, you know, as you fall asleep, what happens is your consciousness goes as well. And so it's learning to feel the body fall, fall asleep but keep the conscious keep your focus on the conscious. Mm. So the physicality you know, begins to just to separate slightly from the consciousness in that it takes its journey into sleep and your consciousness remains on a level exactly. where it can begin to watch that process. Exactly. And then you can keep thinking while your body sleeps. Wow. And from that space, are you able to process on a different level then and then does that come through to a different level of reality in your waking life? Has that impacted? Yes, I, yes, yes. It can do that when I'm focused on a specific outcome and focused on on what I can do. It can also be really annoying, like because I haven't mastered it yet. I've had nights where I've been asleep but awake the whole night, mm. and I wake up and my body's refreshed but my brain's exhausted. Yeah, I've, I know? can totally relate to that experience. Um, where you're busy so, working somewhere else while your body's yeah. resting. Yeah. So I think, and now what happens is I tend to wake up at about three or four in the morning. And when I come back to bed, then it's really easy to do because I'm mm. kind of half groggy anyway. And so then you can kind of get a couple of hours of, of meditation in just based around it. And I think what I'm really working on now with my meditation is what is the feeling of the outcome that I want? Because emotions, well, someone said something I really liked it. Emotions are energy in motion. Yes. Beautiful. So they are the emotions that you're experiencing are is the energy of attraction to what you're wanting exactly. to create and exactly. see as an outcome yeah. in your life. Yeah. Now be careful because if you're always angry and if you're really fearful of something, that works just as well as if you're really positive and happy. Because the attraction is still there energetically, isn't it? You're it still... doesn't care if it's it doesn't care if you're hating or loving. No. Right? It just cares about the intensity of that emotion. And it's so powerful then to be so conscious yeah. of that experience, of that emotional barometer that you're holding within yourself to... Exactly, that, that kind of emotional that. spiral, you know? Yeah, and that's why people who are terrified of stuff happening to them, that often happens to them. Yes. Because so, they're so focused on it all the time. And then you're really beginning to master your life experience, aren't you? Because you're beginning to draw oh, in exactly what yeah. it is you're looking for and exactly what it is you're needing at that time. And just one more thing on the lucid dreaming, when that experience of consciousness then, does it sometimes feel like in your waking life that you're walking around watching yourself being awake in a dream? I mean, is it kind of, does it, has it changed how you perceive this, the, the waking hours as well? Oh my God, 100%. Can you 100%. tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely tell you about that. And then I want to go back to a, a really beautiful mystical experience I had in during a lucid dream. You can start to see things unfold as as you would expect, you know, and you can start to see that, I don't know how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go, but there's no time. Like 
time as a linear construct is very, very much something that we've been taught. So once you start to unpack that, it can get a little weird. You know? yeah. So there's things like, you know, things falling into place effortlessly because I've thought about them the night before, things happening, asking for magic and then looking for it during the day. You know, magic's a great thing to manifest, right? Yes. What, a beautiful fantastic one. Thing to, what a beautiful yeah. one to choose. Yeah, yeah, because it's fun, right? You want to have yeah. fun days. Amazing. You know? So, yeah. okay, let's delve in. What's yeah. the beautiful lucid dream that you had, the magical lucid dream that you had? Oh, it was, it, it was absolutely incredible and it was very, very vivid. And I, I came to, so I didn't, I wasn't trying to have a lucid dream. I'd actually fallen asleep. And I remember waking up in my body. I was completely out. You know, you know sometimes when you wake up and you can't move, you, your body's still, and you kind of panic. Mm. You know, it takes you a while for your body to kind of wake up and you're all groggy. Mm. So it was that. I, I definitely couldn't move my body and I didn't want to because I just had, this, the only way I can describe the sensation is light. It, like, like bright light. Every cell in my body was like a lighthouse. You know, it was, it was unbelievably rapturous, rapturous. And it lasted for ages and I was conscious of it. And I remember, I remember imagining meeting somebody on a golf course and saying, oh my God, I'm having this most incredible experience. And it was so easy to get there and everyone's struggling and you don't need to struggle. You just need to relax. And I can't tell you how excited. Static, I feel like it was just it was ecstasy on another level, you know, because it was it was cellular and conscious and spiritual, you know, and they all kind of grew within each other. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like it was like it was like the it was like that instant of orgasm throughout your entire body for about half an hour. Wow, that is really. You know, like that, that just everywhere, 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 you know, and it was just, and it, it couldn't have gotten any stronger because I, I didn't have the capacity to comprehend any more joy. Yes. You were you know? at but the it limit of the human yeah. experience of ecstasy. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't uncomfortable. No. You know, it was, it was just, it was perfect in any, in every way. It, and I imagine talking about it now, I imagine that's what it's like to be in our completed state. Yes. You know, I think that's heaven, you know, and yeah. So, so and that was just heaven on earth, really, in that, in that time. I, that's the only way I can kind of piece it together, you know, and, and I think, and, and then, and the insight I had was we all have access to that experience, mm. you know, there's nothing, there's nothing special about me, except that maybe I've got a big nose and I can get more air in, you know, that's about it. <laughs> Well, you know what? I would reframe that a little bit. I think you have a, a commitment to this. I have, think you have a commitment to another level of experience beyond this reality, which is not, yeah. I think you are supporting yourself in such a strong way to unfold, to be open really to what is without pushing or forcing, which is. Yeah, the, I'm curious, right? You're, you're curious and you're playful. Yeah. And I love the magical context of this that there's no pressure there's no longing there's no separation from these experiences you know and believe you are these experiences so you can experience them right within your body yeah and and even if i didn't believe it i'm having it like i have the my senses are registering the experience 
you know, and so the only thing I'm doing consciously is not panicking when they happen and trying to keep them going as long as possible because I'm like, this is so cool. What's going on? You know, whereas a lot of people, and, and you've experienced this, a lot of people panic because yeah. it's so radically different to anything they've ever experienced, you know. It um, truly is the unknown and it truly is yeah. the relinquishing control and yeah. allowing yeah. the flow of the experience through your yeah. being without yeah. getting in the way because we are yeah. instruments of the divine, right, in, in so many ways. <laughs> we come back to the light's always looking for you. Yes, the light is you know, truly looking for you. Yeah. Alana, I think the other thing that's important to mention is there's nothing to fear, mm. right? Everyone gets scared because we've been brainwashed into being fearful. You control your experience and you can get off the roller coaster whenever you want. Just open your eyes. Yeah. That's you know? such brilliant advice. Yeah. And once you have that, it's like, oh, cool. So if, and if I don't like it, I'll stop. Yeah. And then you know? it becomes more play, doesn't it? It's not so much something to fear, but it's something you can play with. You're in control, you play. Exactly. And because you're playing with it, it's effortless. And because it's effortless, it happens more often. And then you're just bringing in more joy and more fun and more aliveness to life. Yeah. Like everything we've ever been taught is backwards. Yes. And I think you know? coming, coming back to the duality of the polarity of life, is just it just is. We can watch the flow yeah. of life without committing to things being good or bad because as soon as we do that then the fear comes in that's the the, the experience exactly. of fear and the separation it, of that it, a huge storm blows through and rips two big big branches off a tree the tree doesn't stop living mm. you know it doesn't live in terror of the next time there's a storm it just grows new branches yeah just keeps going that's life blowing yeah. through us right life exactly. flowing, flowing through everything and that's the polarity right is that if there wasn't the storm it would just grow and grow and grow endlessly mm. That's a beautiful analogy, actually, for those moments in life where you feel like you're being ripped down, but you're actually being remodeled in some way to continue to grow and and strengthen who you are. So Exactly. And, and, you know, look back on if you're still here, it didn't kill you. Yeah. And so you survived it, didn't you? So chances are you'll survive the next one. And if it does kill you, you're coming back anyway. So there's no... You know, you're eternal, there's, so there's no exactly. end to all this. We just can play there's, while we're here and keep going. Exactly. There's, there's a beautiful quote I want to read you, if I may. And oh, it yeah. said this yeah, yeah, so death is not real, even in the relative sense, it is but birth to a new life. You shall go on and on and on to higher and still higher planes of life for eons upon eons of time. The universe is your home, and you shall explore its farthest recesses before the end of time. You are dwelling in the infinite mind of the all and your possibilities and opportunities are infinite in both time and space. Mm. Like it's just, you know. That is just, that's divine. That is the divine. And when you start to wrap your head around that concept of this is such, this experience that you and I are having in this body is such an infinitesimally small experience, you kind of chill out a little bit. Yeah, you do. And then yeah. when you bring the mystical in, it's really about coming, becoming limitless in, mm. you know, as much as our hardware can take and as much as, you know, we yeah. can expand into. It's about just bringing the, the endless nature of what is available to us into this, into this experience and then mm-hmm. everything changes. Yeah. Matt, I'm yeah. so grateful for our time together and I honestly feel like we could potentially talk for weeks <laughs> and just unfold this more and more. <laughs> 
Definitely. Uh, definitely. Well, I'll, I'll happily do a part two with you. Let's do that. Let's book that yeah. in. And yeah. I just, I honor your journey and what you're doing in creating the mystical in your life. And I trust that everyone listening can, will be able to sink into that with you because it's been an amazing experience. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Alana. Pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Be well. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. If there is one magical phrase I would like you to carry from this experience is the light is always looking for you. The light is always looking for you. Can you imagine surrendering to the mystical? What if you experienced a radical moment? I'd love you to consider preparing yourself for heaven on earth. Drop any fear and allow your cellular, conscious and spiritual world to open. It's time to play and be magical. And finally, thank you for taking the time to share in these powerful, transformational moments. If you'd like to join our community, visit the Mystic Within Facebook page. And if you'd like to directly receive these downloads, be sure to subscribe. Until next time, may your reality reflect the magic within you.